Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, and we are really drilling down over the next few podcasts on how to recession-proof your business. And this is obviously very important for not just your business, but your personal life. And many of you, it's kind of the same thing. You know, that is the nature of being an entrepreneur. You are completely intermingled with your business and personal life pretty much at all times. Julie and I are fond of referring to our um, the way an entrepreneur's mind works as having antivirus software constantly running in the background where your mind is always looking for uh, you know, issues and challenges and opportunities in your business. So the recession is here. We can you know, split hairs over the definition of recession and all these politicized um, master nations, I think, at this point. But really, at the end of the day, your recession or whether you're experiencing inflation and all the rest of it, it's a very personal thing. And, and this is a kind of a, a benchmark way of cutting through the malaise that's out there. And if you're getting stuck in some of the politicized, you know, a drama about what a recession is or isn't, just skip all of it and just ask yourself this one question. Are you personally experiencing a recession? How do you know? Go and look at all your expenses from 12 months ago, especially the normal staple type expenses from energy to food to water, you know, kids shoes, whatever you're spending your money on and compare what you paid for those things a year ago to what you're paying now. And pretty much guaranteed, you'll find that pretty much everything is going to cost you about 20% more. Oh, and also in the same time, your house has gone up 20%. Your rent has gone up 25%. You guys get the point. So the real you know, bottom line is obviously we're in a recession. Obviously there's a big inflation problem. And so we don't need to worry about our uh, all-knowing uh, political uh, elders to tell us what we already obviously know because we're all experiencing it. Yes, but I'm developing a new chart. You know, we see all these charts every morning about what's happening with the economy. Here's my chart. It's going to be the relationship between an agent's ability and willingness to pre-qualify a buyer with regards to the cost of gas. So you guys are paying more. You were talking about inflation. You guys are paying a lot more to tank your cars. And curiously, I've seen you get a little bit more strict about who you're showing what. Just to make things even more confusing, uh, mortgage interest rates went down today. The, you know, they went from 5.5, 5.6, and now they're at 5.1. So there's going to be a lot of really, frankly, confusing messaging that's going to happen for the rest of the year. So buckle in and lean back into the past five, ca- five podcasts that Julie and I just did, because it'll help you, hopefully, to get your mind in the right uh, space. And in a market like this, in a world like this, frankly, focus on fewer things, not more things. Make your life simpler, not more difficult, which leads in uh, to this topic, I think, very elegantly. And really what we're going to be walking through uh, over these podcasts are what you should be doing from a practical perspective, sort of uh, the Dave Ramsey style approach to a recession, but also from a business perspective and intertwine these things. I'm gonna start out, you know, this is a special message well, really for everyone. I was going to say it's for brokers and teams, but this is a great book. Um, it's not a book that Julie and I wrote. It's a. Uh, it's called Profits Aren't Everything. They're the only thing. We've mentioned that book 
periodically on this podcast, go and get that and listen to it or read it or consume it. There's probably about 50% of it, which maybe won't be as relevant to you as it would be to other types of businesses. But it's incredibly important that you read this book and that you sort of internalize what his um, the author's messaging is because it really does cut through a lot of the Mickey Mouse that might be slowing you down in your ability to think clearly about making decisions because of the recession. Um, there is a, and especially in real estate, there's this tendency to be overly optimistic and not make the changes necessary in time and then just sort of suffer needlessly. What am I talking about? And we're going to get into this in a second. But like, for example, you're going to have to go through and generally don't worry, I won't step on one of your points. Okay. You should be going through all of your expenses in your business, right? Makes sense. And you should be removing anything that's speculative. We just cut it out. You could look. You can go back to doing it later, maybe six months, 12 months, 24 months from now, but anything that's speculative, anything that's not leading directly to you helping somebody and making money, just stop doing it. That's gambling at this point. And I'm talking about your brand building. I'm talking about a lot of your social media stuff, anything that's costing you money. Look, if you want to do that and it's, um, you know, it happens as a, you know, a cursory expense and time consuming thing after you've done the real work of real estate, well then go for it. But the reality of it is, is in this market, every single business owner, no matter whether they're big or they're small, are buckling down, getting ready for what might be a long, long, rough patch in the economy. Um, and a lot of, you know, head, I think, mindset issues that consumers are going to have. And they're cutting expenses. There was a Facebook is cutting expenses. Um, you know, I think the only business that reported really stellar numbers was Apple. You know? Yeah, we heard something this morning. Amazon has said, yes, we want to build those businesses, but warehouses. I'm sorry, those warehouses, but please finish the outside, but don't do anything on the inside just yet because we're not quite sure how that's going to go. Yeah, exactly. And there was like four major distribution centers around North America that, you know, people were um, basically house values were going up in anticipation of those particular jobs being created around these big distribution centers. And now Amazon just put the kibosh on them. Yeah, I mean, keep that in perspective. That's Amazon, right? Yeah. I'll give you a, a practical example for our listeners. I had a coaching call with an agent yesterday and we tracked, we were looking at her expenses and we discovered that she had been paying, a, you know, in comparison, kind of a smaller Zillow spend of $300 per month. But she'd done it for six months and had a grand total of guess how many leads? Zero, I would guess. Two, one of which was had already bought and sold, and the other one wasn't calling her back. $300 a month for six months. Now, she had talked to Zillow about this, and they said, well, we're still advertising you. Don't you think that's important? That, well, that was basically their script. Exactly, because they're trying to say, well, you're being branded. You can't necessarily. Right. This is the reason, Julie, and I really loathe this stuff. Because it's such a lie. No, you speak, keep spending your $300 a month. We're exposing you to the marketplace. And somehow that has some sort of intrinsic value to you, a.k.a. branding. No, it doesn't. Well, what, if it worked, I'm pretty sure she'd have more going on off of that than she does. Right. Hold people to a higher standard. Hold your, you know, hold your vendors to a higher standard. You don't need that fancy ass, uh, you know, CRM. You don't need all this fancy stuff that somebody sold you into believing that you needed. You just don't. What you need to do is you need to put your mindset in a place where you're understanding that in a market like this, what's needed more are agents that have the skill set to help solve other people's problems. And that's me buying and selling real estate. So, you know, again, go back and listen to the past po uh, podcast that Julie and I just finished up yesterday. I think we'll really drill down on um, the economy and the recession on this series. So let's, without any further delay, Julie. Yes. And this will be a four part series. We're going to do four or five points every day to make it digestible for you and practical and tactical. So 
This is how to uh, recession-proof your business, steps to take now, starting with, as always, our first uh, point is often a mindset check. Point number one, be introspective. What are your actual beliefs about a recession, about a changing market, about inflation? Do you believe that your own personal economy will be better or worse? Are you stuck in analysis paralysis? Deer in the headlights? I see that a lot from agents right now, not knowing what to do. But decide today that you won't just survive in the new market, but you will thrive because of it. That's your mindset check. There's a quote that says, inaction is an action, right? So if you are stuck doing nothing, then it's time to get unstuck and decide to thrive. I'll do the second one. So sure. know your magic number, and that's the magic number of listings or the active listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your monthly financial goals. Now, here's the concept. Every single one of you have fixed business costs. Every single one of those fixed business, well, and personal costs, right? And you can break those down, obviously, to how much money you have to earn every month, how much money you have to earn every week, and how much money you have to earn every day. Now, that is going to be what we call your daily burn rate. Now, from that, you now understand that every single day, you have to earn, maybe it's 80 bucks, or maybe it's 800 bucks, or maybe, hopefully not, but it's 8,000 bucks, whatever it is that you have to earn every day. That is your daily burn rate for you and your family. Um, you know, adjust accordingly. Now, what we then do when you're doing the real estate uh, treasure map, which is where you discover what your magic number is, we then help you to figure out how many listings you need at all times. So let's say, for example, now this is a new market. So don't start thinking that houses sell themselves in 22 seconds. Maybe they still do in your market, but that is going to be changing. So if you had, for example, five listings at all times or three listings at all times, all of you can have three listings at all times. That is not that great of a challenge. On your way to Starbucks today, oh, you didn't go to Starbucks because it's a recession. <laughs> On your way to Dunkin' Donuts today to get your morning coffee, oh, you didn't even do that, did you? You had coffee at home. See, you've already adjusted for the recession. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's say that you were just driving around and you bumped your head on a for sale by owner. Exactly. You drove past three or four Fizbos. And oh, by the way, those last five houses you drove by, two of them are going to about to put their houses for sale because they're getting relocated. But you know, you're not necessarily in the action of being a proactive lead generator. So what I'm telling you guys is there's listings everywhere at all times. You're just not the one that's getting the listings because you're not taking the right actions to get the listings. But let's, I digress. So you figure out that you need, let's say in your marketplace, every time a listing sells, keeping the math easy, you need $10,000, you earn $10,000. And let's say, keeping the math easy, you need $10,000 a month, hopefully less, but in some cases we've had, the biggest one I ever had when I was helping someone do this is they needed, for real, between business and personal, like $150,000 a month just to break even. Before taxes, by the way, listeners. <laughs> Before going to having any fun, that was their personal, this person's Neiman Marcus bill, and I averaged it. <laughs> I shouldn't really I do. remember talking yeah. about this. Their, their Neiman Marcus bill. And I, I didn't believe it. Um, but I averaged it over the last 12 months when she told me what it was actually her husband told me what it was. And we figured it out the, the you know, she was spending close to $30,000 a month at Neiman Marcus. And I think that gets you a shoe at Neiman Marcus, <laughs> not even a pair. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, figure out what your magic number is, figure out how much money you have to earn for your business and personal life. And then let's say, for example, in your market right now, follow me. Along. I know I'm talking fast, but I'm trying to get as much in as I can on, on, in our allotted time here you are going to then figure out that you need three listings at all times. All times you need three active listings. Why? Because when you have three active listings, generally speaking, one will be in contract, uh, one will be about to hopefully go in contract, and one's going to be maybe a new listing, something like that. The goal is to have three active listings. Active for sale, showing 
you know, getting house uh, showings. Remember, a balanced market, which is what we're probably moving towards, is when there's one buyer for one listing and the average buyer and the average listing is going to be for sale for about four months. I'm going to say that again so we're all clear because some of you have never experienced anything like this. If you've only been in real estate for 15 years or less, you've never experienced what I just said. A balanced market is an average days in the market of about four months where there's one or maybe if you're lucky two buyers for every one listing your experience has been that there's 20 buyers or 100 buyers for every one listing in the first five minutes exactly and that's the paradigm that's going to quickly shift so shift along with it so when i say you need three listings at all times and some of you are mentally struggling say all oh, tim all three listings would sell instantaneously that's old market thinking new market thinking is the realization that some of these guys are going to be sitting on the market for a while maybe you need to maybe your average commission is less maybe it's more adjust accordingly magic number formula included in the real estate treasure map is all part of that so you're then going to know i need to have let's say three listings at all times and on average one of those listings will sell per month that's not working with any buyers that's not working with doing any branding any marketing any TikTok videos any of this other mickey mouse and then you guys will then have enough money coming in every single month to cover all your bills now here's what your minds if your mind is thinking what uh this what i'm about to say you need to really uh do give yourself a checkup from the neck up Tim, that's too simple. How could it be that simple? Because it is that simple. The question you should ask is why the hell are you making it so complicated? Why is it you think it needs to be more complicated than that? Figure out what your magic number formula of listings is. Figure out how many listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your goals. The formula, how to do the math, how to figure out your market absorption rate. All this stuff is included in the real estate treasure map, which you get, oh, by the way, for free. When you text the word premier to 47372 and you become a premier coaching member so when you become a premier coaching member not only do you get the real estate treasure map which is your fill in the blank business and life plan which i was just talking about but you get a new probate section is coming to a, a premier hopefully what monday or tuesday yes um and you get scripts objection handlers for this market you get price reduction scripts for this market you get julie's checklist on how to negotiate for this market this is all included in premier coaching and the best part is premier coaching is free and that does include a daily semi-private coaching call with a harris certified coach just not just some yahoo who we hired off the streets this is someone who's sold real estate for a long period of time who's got actual experience not someone who said they have experience even though they've never sold real estate right which is the case unfortunately with a lot of coaches so you get the best coaching and the delivered by one of the best coaches and all this is free all you have to do is text the word premier to 47372 text the word premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com point number three julie all right point number three i'm sorry point you did number two point number three focus 110 percent of your energy on being the dominant listing agent in your marketplace now what skills do you need to upgrade or develop or polish to accomplish this well how do you know i'm going to ask you some quick questions here how confident are you in the following listing situations? There's four examples. A listing opportunity with a seller you don't already know or have a connection to. In other words, are you competitive or are you only able to take listings from your friends and your family members? Because if that's the case, you're going to be toast in this market. That's right. A listing opportunity where the accurate price is not the same as the seller's aspirational price. <laughs> I'm hearing that all over right now. Of course. Okay. You just said it. A listing opportunity where you're actually competing and that could be against 
it's the agent that sold them the house, the agent they golf with, the agent that, you know, plasters their neighborhood, and it could even be their kid who's licensed. But a listing opportunity where you're competing on some level. And how about this? A listing you've already got, but it's not selling. I was helping somebody earlier with that, thinking about not just price, but other strategies in addition to that. We did a podcast on that last week. Are you rationalizing not becoming a dominant listing agent because you're afraid of questions like, why? this is from the seller, right? Why should I list for with you? Um, you know, wh why should I list with you when Sally Joe has sold all the houses in my marketplace? Why should I list with you for, you know, three months or six months or even 12 months? What are you going to do to sell my house? What is your list to sell price ratio? What is your average sales in the market, right? Are you fearful of even becoming a listing agent because you don't have the skill set? Well, this is what Premier Coaching does. Premier Coaching answers all those questions and it gives you a pre-listing pack. It gives you a listing presentation. It makes it so you are confident and so you will go after the listing opportunities in your market place. There is not a single one of you and probably, I don't even know how many, 30,000 will listen to you or listen to this show today. How many of you would rather have, you know, three listings or 30 buyers, right? There's not a single one of you, unless you're a new agent, you don't know any better. God bless you. This is going to be an interesting, um, you know, learning curve for you. It's going to happen very quickly. But if you have a choice, here's the answer, by the way, if you have a choice between having three listings and 30 buyers, you want the three listings because assuming you pre-qualified them, those are going to be pretty much guaranteed paychecks. Yes, you're going to have to doctor fill them and know what to say and how to say it, but those are three paychecks. Those 30 buyers, they take themselves out of the market. Why? Listen, if you are a new agent or if you're confused about this, there is no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. No such thing as a buyer that has to buy. You want proof? Look how many of them took themselves out of the market in June. Oh, interest rate. They didn't want to catch a falling. Prices are going to fall. Interest rates, economy, you know, whatever, whatever. Buyers change their mind because they can just stay put. They can stay in mom's basement. They can stay renting. They can stay in their old house. They can do an addition. They are, buyers never have to buy. They can lease a property. There's no reason why. Oh, Tim, what about a 1031? They can pay the taxes. Now, if you look at the other side of the equation, the other side of the coin, there are sellers that have to sell. Plenty of examples of sellers that absolutely positively have to sell. The pain of not selling is greater than the perceived pain of selling. There are droves of examples of that. Maybe it's a legal reason. Maybe it's a financial reason. Maybe it's a property that they inherited. Maybe it's a, you know, who knows? They can't go up and down stairs. Sellers are where your prime motivation is going to come in. That's the reason if given a choice to work with buyers or work with sellers, you work with sellers. Why do so many agents work with buyers? Because it's a social experience. It does not require a lot of skill, but it requires an insane amount of time. Working with sellers requires less time, but more skill. Working with sellers gives you a scalable business. Working with sellers gives you consistent cash flow. Working with sellers is the future in this market. Learn how to work with sellers. That is the primary focus of our coaching business. We try to keep it balanced between working with buyers and working with sellers, but we can't because we are so passionate about getting you guys to be listing agents. Well, and when you have listings, you're going to get buyers anyway. It is not a problem. It's not something that you have to go looking for and you'll become an even better pre-qualifier. And here's the thing, Tim, I've been thinking about this a lot as I talk to our coaches and our coaching clients and I see what's happening on our private members' Facebook page, the questions they have. It is a major mindset shift for most agents who have been, to your point, in this business for five, 10, 15 years because the market has been such where they've been going from a listing to a listing or a buyer to a buyer because the pace was pushing them that direction. It was FOMO too in the marketplace. And it was FOMO. And yeah. you know, it wasn't the agent's fault. It was what the market was doing. And you got used to doing a deal at a time. 
especially while the average commission you were making was going up. But here's the thing, even to make what you made previously, you do have to shift to having two, three, maybe five, maybe 10 listings at once to get the same results of a predictable closing per month or two or three, whatever your magic number calls for it. You have to be able to have the relationship. And that, that actually brings me to my next uh, we, point. But you know, Jules, you, since you are the podcast content czar, we really do need to do a podcast about all the positive things that come from a market yes. shift. And just off the top of my mm -hmm. head, um, number one, obviously, you're going to have a lot of unfortunately listings that are expiring, they're going to create more opportunities for agents to pick up listings. Yes. You're going to have doors that open would normally open from agents that are, uh, frankly, never been listing agents that can then essentially walk through that door and become listing agents. Mm -hmm. The normal uh, seller behavior during a seller's market has been listing with a friend or family member type listing agent. That doesn't happen in a market like this as much because the sellers become a lot more particular who they're going to work with. Here's another thing. Commissions actually increase, not decrease in a market like this because because sellers know the house isn't going to sell themselves. Number number next, really, you have so many different, well, the interest rates right now, if you compare what a, and Julie and I, of course, did a podcast on this, but the average rent payment, I'm not hitting all the high points of the this point, but just get with me here. The average rent payment, so you take two houses in Smithville, you know, Oregon or whatever, and you compare what it would cost to rent the house or what it would cost to buy the house with monthly payments, even with interest rates in the fives, you're still going to be better off and sometimes by a 50, maybe 60% making the mortgage payment than you are going to be making the rent payment. In other words, there's still lots of reasons to purchase a house even with interest rates rising. And there's lots of reasons not to want to be a long-term tenant. I'll give you more things that sure. I'm optimistic about. There is an absolute unprecedented surge of humanity that wants to buy a house because they are you know, there's so many of them and they're making more of them. They're demographics. making demographics, right? right? They're making babies. And then you have the downsizers that are coming out of, and we, you and I have been really following this, all this, the cursory markets as a result of COVID, the genie is now out of the bottle. People don't want to live in cities anymore. There's now, you know, a, a really all these little secondary third markets that have been vacation home markets. They're absolutely alive with people who are now able to work remotely. There's businesses that have accepted the fact that in order to attract really good talent, they're going to have to allow them to work remotely. That's going to increase the market velocity. And some of these markets that may have been maybe not ever benefiting from the big real estate booms, they're experiencing real estate booms now. There are so many reasons to be optimistic in the market. But the thing that I would be most excited about if you and I were still selling real mm -hmm. estate is the absolute incredible, um, really historic opportunity to become a listing agent. Heck 100, yeah. 100%. Yes, absolutely. I mean, when you and I got in the business, yes. and this was in our early 20s, mm -hmm. no, no real estate background. We are, you know, idiots, basically. <laughs> you know, we were. Right. Okay. Real estate fledglings, we for were. sure. But we went, we were smart enough to realize that uh, we could take listings and we, had, we were observant of people in our marketplace. The ones that had all the money and success were listing agents. We mm -hmm. said, well, yep. that, that doesn't seem like a, you know, hard equation to solve for. Become a listing agent. We picked up some maybe FISBO scripts and just, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. But what we did want to do is we did want to be successful and we didn't even call them. We went and knocked on their doors. So Julie and I started knocking on for sale by owner doors. And here's what we quickly discovered. Most of those for sale by owners would love to list the house. And most of them, I would say 80% of them also had a house they wanted to buy. And so Julie and I were thinking, huh, so I can list this house. And, um, you know, they're usually not listing with an agent, um, 
you know, and going FISBO because they didn't have a relationship with a seller. It, or I'm sorry, a listing agent. As soon as Julie and I figured that out and we said to ourselves, well, it seems really stupid for us not to go after um, all the listing opportunities we can because it almost always creates you know, an, another organic transaction. But what we didn't realize is it doesn't create one, it creates three, four, five, ten. You have, if you know how to work your, you know, get leads off your sign, you do open houses, you do other things, you start meeting more of the neighbors. And very quickly, and by ve mean very quickly, I don't mean years, I mean months, four months, six months. If you work it intensely, like we teach you guys to do in Premier Coaching, you will discover that you start becoming the most prominent agent in the marketplace because 99.9% .9 of your competitors are not going to do the work. They're not going to go knock on the door of the for sale by owner. They're not going to have the conversation. They're not going to do the open house. They're not going to pre-qualify. They're not going to do furiously fast lead follow-up. They're going to be complacent. The complacency is a real problem right now in the industry because so many agents have been spoiled by this previous market. That's the reason that the greatest opportunities, the greatest fortunes of you know men and women are always made during the greatest times of change because the old guard's out to lunch and that's definitely happening now. So if you are on the you know edges of wanting to become a listing agent or if you're a new, uh, somebody getting into the business, I assure you that the advice that you're going to get from 99.9% .9 of everyone needs to be ignored. Do not just focus on buyers. Look, if buyers show up in your life and you need to work them to get cash flow flowing, go for it. Do not just fall into the idea that you have to join a team. Do not just fall into the idea that you have to buy buyer leads. You can become a listing agent and you can skip all that other painful stuff and just focus on taking more listings. And then ultimately in real estate, you only have to be good at arguably three or four things. And the rest you can forget about or delegate. Here they are. Proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting. And Julie would argue, and I would agree with her, very effective lead follow-up. And obviously, you know, goes back to the second one of pre-qualifying. So the moral of the story is you only have to be really good at a handful of things to be an incredibly successful real estate agent. Think of all the other distractions that you're being peppered with on your email, from other agents, from Facebook pages, from all these other things you're going to. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Well, why? Why do I have to do all those things if I know I can go, for example, and proactively go after a seller who has their hands in the air right now? Why don't you skip all the Mickey Mouse and just jump to the head of the line? Stop waiting for someone to say, you are now able to be. I had someone tell me the other day, mm -hmm. Tim, one day I want to become a listing agent. But I know I have to work with a bunch of buyers first and then eventually those buyers will put their houses for sale and I'll list those houses. Why would you believe that? That's the same crap they've been saying forever. You know who's telling you that? Existing listing agents who don't want the competition. Absolutely. They're the same ones who are actually going after the for sale by owners and telling you that Fizbo's eat their young. <laughs> those are the same agents who don't want the competition. Or, by the way, they never tried to do it themselves and they don't want to see somebody else try and be successful at something that they never did themselves or maybe they did and they failed at because they didn't stick with it. You guys get the point? Cut through the BS and just focus on the end result, which is being a powerful listing agent. That's right. So point number four, accept and embrace the fact that you will have more complex conversations about pricing and market conditions. Master the scripts. You find those in Premier Coaching. No one else will master the scripts, and they're not hard. There is such a thing as price reduction scripts, <laughs> seller communication scripts, negotiation scripts, and the list goes on. New skills for new times. I was just helping one of our premier coaching clients earlier. We were going back and forth and chat a little bit about uh, setting expectations. She's going on a million three listing this afternoon, 
And the seller's been going back and forth about pricing strategies, about commission, about what makes you different, all basically a textbook listing presentation. And I'm sure that she's going to take that listing. But the point is, she's had to upgrade her scripts. She's checking things before she goes. She's being more careful, a higher level of communication. Point five is interesting. I'll read the headline, and then you read the points. Sure. Uh, increase your level of communication on all levels. Leads, prospects, clients, active listings, pending and past clients. You cannot over-communicate in a changing market. I'll give you a case in point. We talked about it at the top of the podcast. Did you know that rates actually have come down today? How many agents are roaming around in the wild talking about the impact of higher interest rates? In the mid-June, uh, it was 6.1. Today, it's 5.1. Knowledge equals confidence. Ignorance equals fear. So how you about, have to communicate that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then they're going to ask, well, what the hell am I supposed to say? That's the reason sure. you join Premier Coaching, because we tell you what to say. There's something called the, how many weeks, Julie? 12 weeks? 12. 12-week seller communication plan, which is kind of hilarious to think about, but yes, four months, get it? I have to have a relationship for 12 weeks? Remember when we told you that a balanced market is where our listing is for sale for four months? Well, we have already created a 12-month seller communication plan, exactly what you should be doing, or frankly, you can delegate it in a lot of cases to a really high-level admin to, to actually follow up with those sellers every single week to make it so the sellers feel communicated with. Number one complaint that sellers have, and by the way, number one complaint that you have about any of your service providers is lack of communication. That really pisses people off 100% of the time because your mind, like say for example, you're having somebody work on something for you, create something for you, and you never hear from them. Do you think that your mind immediately goes to the fact that you're thinking that person's not working? They're not you know, they're not, they're not prioritizing your particular, you know, project. They just don't care. They all these negative, nasty things have, can you imagine actually having anything other than an incredibly positive perspective or view on somebody who's over communicating? Can you imagine a time in your life when you'd have to say to somebody, listen, I really appreciate all your great feedback, but you're giving me too much. I don't need to know anymore what you're doing. I have a standing challenge with coaching clients with that. It never happens is the point. Yes, that's right. So try to over-communicate. I challenge you to do so. There's a lot of question marks in this uh, current reality of your changing market, right? So I guarantee you when a prospect or what you believe to be a client is not hearing from you, they are not thinking that you are hard at work on their behalf. They think you don't care about them. You're too busy for them. Maybe they want to go hire somebody else to help them. None of that is good. So whether they are prospects, current clients, past clients, You know, open house leads, doesn't matter who they are. You've got to have a higher level of communication across the board. That also means agent to agent when you guys are doing your transactions, making sure you're going to make it to the finish line. So that was our final point for today, unless you want to keep going. No, let's wrap it up. It's been 30 minutes. So listen, listeners, your homework is, of course, is to join Premier Coaching. Hundreds of you already have. should be thousands, frankly. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. If you prefer to go to the website directly or if you're outside of the continental United States, just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. You can join Premier Coaching right now from your mobile phone. It takes about 22 seconds. You can have instant access. And depending on what time of day you join, you can actually be on the live semi, you know, on the uh, live coaching session with your Harris certified coach. Do that now. How will you feel after you've done that? How will you feel knowing you've attached yourself to a community that's going to not just, you know, help you survive this new market and this changing economy, but thrive because of it? 
Are you feeling more or less confident after today's show, after all of our past podcasts and YouTube streams? How are you feeling? Confident, right? You know why? Because you're feeling knowledge seep into your brain and more knowledge you have when you apply it means the more money you're going to make because the more people you're helping. That's the reason that you should consider joining Premier Coaching. So do that now. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. Listen, guys, do not allow yourselves to be pulled into the vortex of the negative adult failure uh, cycle. That's what happens in markets like this. People get fearful. People then stay in this mode of fear. People reinforce the fear with watching network news and, you know, going to different websites and surrounding themselves with other people that are sort of in that same mental uh, fear mode. Doom scrolling, you mean? It doom scrolling, doom porn. We heard that yesterday. (laughs) So you've got to avoid all of it because it does not make you stronger. It makes you weaker. It makes you feel more vulnerable. It makes you feel like you can't do anything. And then as a result of that, you don't do anything and you absolutely 100% will make your tomorrow, let alone your next year, worse than today or worse than yesterday, right? You've got to be proactive and stronger now, especially with your mindset than you've ever been perhaps in your entire adult life because the avalanche of absolute negativity is just getting started. It's the way that these things always sort themselves out. This is our fourth recession, arguably. um, And I think, and so far we're seeing it to be true. This is going to be a weird one. We're going to see, you know, starts and stalls. We're going to see people starting to think the recession is over. We're going to see people thinking, well, inflation is over. And then it's going to come back. It's just going to go on and off. And if you want a historical perspective, if you're a nerd like Julie and I, look to see how long the last real nasty bout of uh, inflation in an economy like this, uh, when it was. It was, it lasted 10 years. It lasted from 1971 to 1981. In order for it to start, I'm sorry, stop, uh, it was into, uh, you know, there was a, a Paul Volcker in 1981, raised interest rates, mortgage rates were up around 20%, and that created an absolute dumpster fire of a recession. Will it get that bad? It could. Will you be prepared? You should, and you should do that now by becoming a listing agent. Here's how you counterman all the worst case scenarios in real estate, take more listings. That's it. When you have more listings, maybe your magic number now is three. Maybe then it creeps up to five. Maybe you're realizing that your average listing is sitting on the market for longer. Now you need 10. Julie and I, when we sold real estate, we had to have between 30 and 40 listings at all times. It was actually less work than had we had 15 buyers because of the fact that we are following a system, the system that you get as far as premier coaching. We're able to essentially create a system where the communication was happening on autopilot, where the price reductions were happening on autopilot, where our primary focus was then proactively lead generating more listings, obviously pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating. That's what our life was all about. Our personal life was focused on taking more listings. That is where the strength is going to be in changing times like this. You will wake up every morning knowing exactly what you need to do, exactly how you need to do it. And you will not have any aspect of yourself that will want to doom scroll or look for anybody else that's not going to reinforce you coming out of the other end of this economic, whatever the hell it is, firestorm, a billion times better off. And I mean that in the literal sense, just because other people are facing a recession, just because other people are facing financial hardship, you don't have to participate. You're in real estate. You can control what you do with your energy and your time and your mind. You can control how much money you make. You can control all of that. You just have to open your mind to the fact that you can. And that comes from what? Knowledge. 
Knowledge equals confidence. Ignorance equals fear. Join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember, when texting, message and data rates might apply. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. So many of you guys are sharing the podcast. Your homework, additional homework, you can handle it, don't worry, <laughs> from today's podcast is to share today's show with at least three other real estate professionals. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.